0: Hello and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host Thomas and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Well today we're back at it with another country and this one for me, the word that comes to mind would be elegance and this country is none other than Austria. So I want you to sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Now, I was only in Vienna, in Austria, but there are so many beautiful cities in this very mountainous country. When you think of different places, you could think of Salzburg, Innsbruck, Graz, Uh, but the city that I chose was Vienna. Of course, I go to a lot of different capital cities, and although many are similar, Each one, I feel, has a different type of vibe or a different type of, well, history, of course. But with Vienna, it just stood out to me just because of how elegant it was. The architecture, the buildings were so different compared to other cities that I've been to. The food was really great. But also the nightlife was something that Really took me by surprise. I first went to Vienna way back in 2016 when I had my first real big Euro trip, and I was just coming from Lisbon, Portugal. So coming from a very hot country of Portugal to go uh, all the way to Austria, I figured, okay, it will be a little bit cooler there. I was wrong. Vienna was very hot for those three days or four days I was there especially the last day I think it was 33 or 34 I thought man traveling in Europe in August is very very hot but honestly right from the get-go it was a little bit shaky when I was flying to Vienna I was waiting in the Lisbon airport for must've been like an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, my flight was delayed uh, multiple times. Uh, we are connecting through Cologne, Germany. And if you listen to my podcast about Germany, I do mention that when it comes to transportation, especially flights, I don't really have the best luck when it comes to Germany. Now, I had maybe 30 minutes between connecting flights when I landed in Cologne. But luckily, my gate was right beside the arrival gate I came out of. But that flight was delayed. And it was delayed for about 40 or 50 minutes. So at this point, I've been sitting around for about two and a half hours, just waiting for flights, for delayed flights. With that being said, I want to get to the countries. I want to be there and see as much as I can with little time that I have. So sitting in an airport, waiting and waiting and waiting, that really bothered me. And this was the first time it really did occur to me that I had a delay in a flight. The previous flights were pretty smooth until, of course, germany but i love you germany you're still really awesome (laughs) um when i did arrive in vienna it was like 9 30 10 p.m i was tired it was a long day so getting to the hotel i just wanted to relax just honestly just pass out when i checked in though i had a really nice surprise the person at the front desk said that for an extra 20 euros per night, I could be upgraded to like the VIP suite after all that was happening that day said, you know what? Screw it. I deserve it. So I went with it, went upstairs, checked into my room and it was super beautiful. Had a nice view of the canal that was just across from the hotel. There was free drinks in the cooler, uh, food. It was honestly amazing. Probably one of the best hotels that I ever stayed at. Now, in comparison with the hotel that I stayed in, Lisbon, which was, again, not as expensive as this one in Vienna, I had to deal with a shared bathroom for the first time as well. Uh, In Portugal, where here I had my own bathroom, I never had so much appreciation for a personal shower and a personal bathroom. Uh, After this experience, now looking back, I've also been to different hotels that had shared bathrooms. But this was the first time I dealt with it. Of course, each time you deal with a new experience, you may blow it out of proportion a little bit. But anyways, the next day, slept in. Uh, in fact, I slept in most of the days in Vienna because we were out very late, like 3, 4 a.m., getting back to the hotel, waking up at 10 or 11 a.m., but... You need your rest, but also you need time to pamper yourself. And if you want to sleep in on your vacation, then absolutely go right ahead. The first thing that I went to see in downtown was St. Stephen's Cathedral. It's a very iconic cathedral in the middle of Vienna. It's like a Gothic style, but it's just so extraordinary this was one of the first times seeing a cathedral like it it blew my mind I thought man this is this is nothing like we have back home there's so much history involved with it and in austria in general there's so much history that i never untapped when i was there which Makes me want to go back and explore it a little bit more. One of the common themes I found, especially in like the tourist bureaus and the shops, were these little keychains or these signs of a kangaroo. And it threw me off. I thought kangaroo, why? But then I would read the caption, and it said. No kangaroos in Austria. Because people get Australia and Austria mixed up, which is, I can see it as a mistake. That's similar to Slovenia and Slovakia. They're very similar spelt countries, and I imagine a lot of mail has gone to Austria instead of Australia, and vice versa. Walking through the streets of Vienna it was just extraordinary seeing all these buildings these white buildings like there were not many uh, multicolored buildings like what you would see in Copenhagen or uh, cobblestone buildings like you would see in Rome like it was really really unique and I say fancy like Vienna is just a fancy city, (laughs) to make it uh, in basic terms. It was very, very fancy. And I felt like as a tourist going around wearing, you know, not exactly uh, dress-up clothes, kind of felt a little bit weird walking around the city. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure I was more distracted about the new sights and sounds than what i was wearing some of the really interesting buildings that stood out for me was the parliament building which most parliament buildings in these countries in europe and i would probably say around the world too are very big very elegant just humongous monuments of power really the one in Vienna definitely did not disappoint. It was one of the biggest ones that I've seen in my early traveling days. It was just so cool. Like I've been to the Parliament building here in Canada, and it's very unique. But to see the one in Vienna was really, really cool. also had a chance to see the Mozart Museum, since Mozart was born in Austria, just to see how his life was growing up. And again, music is such a huge, huge thing in Austria. Uh, A lot of great musicians came from this region of Europe. Like when it comes to Germany, Austria, they've had a lot of very, very famous artists Uh, Of course, Beethoven comes to mind as well. Uh, But to see how they grew up in the type of environment that they grew up was very, very intriguing. Again, every building was just so huge and so beautiful. Uh, The National Library, the Red Velvet Walkway where you walk in and you see all of these different... Books and these ladders on wheels because they were stacked so high, you'd have to get the ladder and wheel it over. Uh, of course, I imagine the tourist wouldn't be doing that, it would be the employee. But still, to have that many books that you need a ladder to go find it that, that blew my mind. And also, a common trend was artwork on the ceiling. It still blows my mind as well that they can do this artwork on the ceiling and how they had not so much the technology, but the know-how to do it and to get up there and paint like these masterpieces on the ceiling. I could barely draw a stick figure sitting down on a piece of paper. And these people are, you know, hundreds of feet up in the air, making these masterpieces it's it's mind-boggling really another thing i noticed in the city was there was a lot of greenery like between the national library and the parliament building there were parks there were these beautiful there were these nicely trimmed hedges and just everywhere it seemed it was so green Like when you weren't walking downtown, like in the city center, there was lots of greenery with these big, elegant buildings. It was just so, so cool. Like I I can't describe it any other way. It was just so unique compared to the different cities that I've been to around the world, even now. Now one night, and it really kind of put things into perspective, and it was almost like a inception type of feeling when i write down my notes i go to my old tumblr posts online so i would look at what i posted i would jot some notes down and that's how i kind of base my shows right and just reading this certain post talking about how three years ago to that day i was looking forward to to my first trip to Toronto and how I was saving up my money I was super nervous Uh, I took taxis everywhere because I thought I would get mugged, I was super shy then reading this post and how at this point this was the ninth country that I've been to now I've been to 23 And it kind of puts that into perspective. Like, hey, I've grown again as a person. I've grown as an adult. And life has certainly changed from 2016 to now. So it really kind of, it was such a cool experience. Again, it was like Inception where I was reading something about thoughts, about something in the past, like a dream within a dream sort of deal. Now, I did have a friend in Vienna. Her name is Jenny. Uh, She showed me around the city when she could. Again, she was very busy with her work, but it was so cool to hang out with her. Uh, She brought me to some really great places, and there were quite a few places in the city that you can go up to the top of these buildings and have like this 360 view of the city, and it was really interesting in a cool perspective because one night me and her and her best friend went up to this one place called the sky bar and you could go up, I think it was seven or eight floors. You go to the top and you can see around the main square of Vienna. And it was at nighttime. So I had a chance to see the nightlife, but then a couple of days later we went to this place called uh, the loft at Hotel Sofitel, And that was a 360 view as well, but it was much higher. I think it was like 17 or 18 stories high. And you could overlook the whole entire city in general. Which was great to see in the daytime because you got to see more. And especially uh, how the weather was so nice and it was clear skies. I could see all around. Which put things into perspective of wow this is a big city coming from a small village every time i go to a new city it's just like wow small town guy going to the big city i guess some other places that really stood out for me uh, was the canal which is right beside my hotel at the time there was this nice little walkway that you can go down and it goes along the canal And there are these little wharfs, like these little plastic uh, wharfs that you can sit on. And you can just lay there, relax, or you can jump off into the canal. And they had a little ladder that you can climb up on. And one day, just me and Jenny were walking around and we decided to have a picnic there. And just to sit there and talk, watch the, the geese kind of And watch the swans just kind of float around in the water. It was, that part really made it feel like a vacation instead of exploring. To sit back, relax, and enjoy every moment from the fast pace of the busy nightlife to just chilling by the water. Your time away in a new country is however you want to make it. And thankfully, I found a way of balancing both the busy part of the city, but also relaxation and relaxing. Like this was near the end of this Euro trip. Like This was around day 60 or something like that. So was getting a little bit tired and thinking a lot too. Like thinking about, okay, I'm almost done with this amazing adventure. What's going to happen when I go home? And that kind of kept me up for a couple of nights, just thinking, you know, what am I going to do? I also had thoughts of moving to Ontario when I came home, which evidently I did anyways. Uh, So there was a lot going on in my mind. But to be able to have this really great time in Vienna was really special. One of the funniest moments was when we went to a pub quiz Jenny and her friends went to a weekly pub quiz. They would do okay, but they would never, I don't think they had ever won. They've came close a few times, but they just needed their lucky charm, which was me. They had two different phases. They had the first phase, which was 10 songs, I think it was. and I guessed one of them. It was like a Carrie Underwood song that, No one knew except me, and we got that one right. Then the second phase was, like, general trivia. We finished first in songs, and I think seventh or sixth in the actual general knowledge. But overall average, we ended up winning, and we won something like 80 euro, which would be roughly $110 Canadian. So that bought us a fair amount of alcohol that night. And again, every night, getting home at 3, 3.30 at night, having a few drinks, Like again, that's the culture of uh, a lot of these European countries, like, especially like the central ones. I, I say central. I don't know if it's the correct term, but places like Germany, Austria, Poland, uh, Slovakia, Czech Republic, they're known for drinking. So if you're not a drinker like myself, It's almost like you have to adapt in that way. It's like the social, I don't want to say social etiquette, but it's nice to kind of let your hair down, go out and have fun, have some drinks, and enjoy the good company. With company, I met some really great people there too, and most of them were Jenny's friends or family. And of course, you're not going to become lifelong friends with these people. Uh, Sometimes you get very lucky and you end up meeting someone who could be a lifelong friend. It was cool to keep in touch, but as time goes on, you kind of drift apart. Hopefully, though, the next time I go back, I'll be able to message people and say, hey, I know we haven't talked in a while, but I'm coming to Europe at this point or I will be in the city Uh, next week, would you be free? It's something that it's good to know people around the world so that either if you meet up with them or if something bad happens, you can at least say, hey, I'm in a pinch, would you be able to help me out? I would do the same thing here. If somebody was even remotely around me, even if they're in the Maritimes, I would still try my best to help them out. In Canada, of course, it's a big country. If they're on the other side in Vancouver, it would be a little bit harder for me to help, but I would try to support the best I could. Overall, my impressions on Vienna, it's a little bit expensive. The euro really takes... Again, the Canadian dollar takes a crap kicking when it comes to euro, but it was definitely worth the experience i had schnitzel for the first time Uh, i had these huge like austrian hot dogs which were like twice as big as ours here Uh, they were really good the beer there was very good and the alcohol was very affordable too which was interesting saying that everything else seemed to be quite expensive but if i were to say the best time of the year to go I would say the summer because there is a lot of festivals. Although I was only there for a short period of time, there were a lot of festivals going on, uh, a lot of music festivals. Uh, So it's really a great time of the year in the summertime to go there. And of course, Oktoberfest, that's going to be a time where a lot of European countries like to drink. Hopefully, I'm able to go back again. It would be so cool to go to the other end of Austria and in Innsbruck, right by the mountains. I had a few friends visit there, they said it was amazing. Salzburg, I've seen pictures of that. It looks like a beautiful area. Graz, the same thing in the southeastern part of Austria. And it being such a small country, you could pretty well drive it from one end to the other and probably take, I don't know, five, six hours, which for me is nothing, saying that Nova Scotia is about that size. But unfortunately, we're all out of time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and enjoy these talks about different places I've been to. This is Thomas signing off. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.